Hi, I'm Sonia, and welcome to the second podcast from Cole Porter's World Headquarters, here deep in an underground bunker somewhere in North London. Take it away, Mr. Showbiz. Whoa, fantastic. Hi, hello, and how are you? My name's Sid Griffin. This is our second ever podcast here in late October of 2012. Wonderful to be here. Wonderful to be here. The first thing we want to say is uh, thanks a lot to everybody out there for the fine reception that you've given the Cole Porter, C-O-A-L, Cole Porter CD, Find the One on Prima Records, S-I-D-025. Really appreciate it. A uh, bit of trivia for you. After we were on NPR's Weekend Edition in late September. No, it wasn't. It was September, mid-September. like the 16th to the 17th we're on Weekend Edition. Find the one by the Cole Porters was, drum roll please, number one for about three or four hours on the Americana, Amazon Americana charts in the United States. I kid you not, Find the One was number one on the uh, Amazon USA Americana charts. They do chart, they change the charts hourly, folks. You can check that that rapidly, that accurately. And it was all over for us. In about four or five hours, we went being, back to being number 227 uh, best-selling Americana thing on Amazon. But I was number one for a few hours. We were dead chuffed. And the reception for the album has been really good anyway, so we're very pleased. Nonetheless, we're going to move along now and play an old song. This is a song the Cole Porters are playing live in Germany, and the reason I'm playing it now, it's not a particularly rare song. It's out on a two-CD set called Music is Love. Music is Love is a singer-songwriter's tribute to the music of Crosby, Stills, Nash & Young. It's a uh, tribute record. The money goes to, believe it, it's kind of a weird, it sounds like a weird uh, charity, but it's not. It's for the Equestrian Therapy Co-op in Brandeis, California. And what that is, is they take young people that are uh, in need of some fresh air, shall we put it that way, and need some tender, loving care. And they allow them near and indeed to ride horses and take care of horses. And they learn about personal responsibility and uh, adulthood and being less self-centered from that. And it's actually a very wonderful charity. It sounds a little off-kilter when we're in this world of... uh, noble things like cancer research or age research that we're going to give money to an equestrian equestrian therapy co-op in California but believe me it's a wonderful wonderful cause for young people to learn about themselves through the out of doors and through horses and as a Kentucky boy you know I love that so a few years ago the Cole Porters were playing in Germany uh, and we recorded a song called The Fallen Eagle it's written by Stephen Stills hence its inclusion on this 27 track two CD tribute record called Music is Love that I just mentioned. This is our version of a song Stephen Stills recorded on his two CD set Manassas back in 1972. It's the Cole Porters playing The Fallen Eagle. Take it away, gang! Chasing round the mountains, chasing to eat as They say that it's good sporting, shooting them on the wing Above the roar and color, you can hear the rifle sing His dad's song, it won't be long Sing to the western rancher, the eagle takes his land Got thousands of us, he don't give a damn Get up with the sunrise, everybody gather round Get up with the first shot, he'll turn and bring you down, down, down. Flash on the ground. 
legal Help us on the way Our government team of experts Is rushing to your aid I know you're not excited An eagle is no way Fly on up to Canada This country isn't safe anymore That's for sure That's the Cole Porters with yours truly taking a very nervous mandolin solo towards the end of that version of The Fallen Eagle, the Stephen Stills song. Again, it's called from a record called Music is Love, a two-CD set tribute to music of Crosby, Stills, Nash & Young. It's a Chera D record, as uh, we would say. And no one's going to make a bean off of it. It all goes to a wonderful, wonderful cause. And there's a number of groovy artists on it. Steve Wynn, everybody knows Steve Wynn from the Dream Syndicate. Judy Collins, the great Judy Collins, who is, of course, Sweet Judy Blue Eyes of the song Sweet Judy Blue Eyes. Sugarcane Jane, Elliot Murphy, Elliot Murphy, my dear friend over there in Paris, bless his heart. Bocephus King, Jennifer Stills, who's Stephen Stills' daughter, as I recall. Uh, Willie Nile does Neil Young's Rockin' in the Free World. Cindy Lee Berryhill does It Doesn't Matter. There's a number of... Neil Casal, who plays with just about everybody, he's on this record. Eileen Rose, people love Eileen Rose. She's on this record doing Just a Song Before I Go, the Graham Nash opus. And who else is on this thing? Well, there's, I can't read every... Mary Lee's Corvette do Tracks in the Dust. And her old friend Ian McNabb from the Icicle Works ends the song, ends the uh, album with Music is Love. And I'm going to say it's on Route or Route 61 Records forward slash Hemifran, H-E-M-I-F-R-A-N. Conceived and produced. I'm going to get all three names right first time through. Ready? One Swedish name, two Italian names. I'm going to pronounce everyone right first time through. Conceived and produced by Peter Holmstead, Hermano LaBianca, and Francesco Lucarelli. Hey, I did get it right. Anyway, I recommend you to Music is Love. It's a wonderful, wonderful thing. Check it out. Money goes to charity. This next song will be the last Cole Porter song on this podcast. Yay! And as we move on to podcasts in the future, it won't just be Cole Porter's stuff. But this is the lead track from our record, Find the One, that so many people have said so many kind things about. This is Barefoot on the Courthouse Lawn, and I am working on getting some live Cole Porter's stuff ready for the next podcast or the podcast after that. We've recorded several shows from our recent two-week UK tour, and we're very, very proud of uh, what we've got. It's got some groovy things. In fact, speaking of live, says he rambling, October 28th, which I believe is this week, it's this very weekend, October 28th, we're on the Bob Harris Show on BBC Radio 2, October 28th, and in the third hour of power from the great whispering Bob, we're going to be playing three songs live, the Cole Porters are. Oh, yes, they are. Three songs live, and he will interview me about life at the top of the rock and roll, pop world, folk world heap. So tune into that. Anyway, here it is, the mighty Cole Porters with another nervous mandolin solo introduction from yours truly. This is Barefoot on the Courthouse Lawn. <laughs>
that guy on mandolin you gotta love that that's the mighty cole porters doing barefoot on the courthouse lawn the initial first beginning initial first track off the first thing we ever did off find the one sorry i was trying to imitate commander cody there with a joke he did on stage and i couldn't quite get it out anyway that's the first song off find the one barefoot on the courthouse lawn the cole porters are gonna have a single we're actually gonna have a cd single out soon we're arguing over which track it is now i think it might be an edit of our cover version of David Bowie's Heroes, which is also on Find the One, but I'm not sure. We'll, we'll, ha- well I'll watch this space, as they say in TV land. The next song has nothing to do with the Cole Porters as we make the podcasts a little more Catholic in their taste, a little more broad, and not just have some ridiculous uh, advertisement for the Cole Porters and or Sid Griffin or the Long Riders all the time. No, sir. This is a song by the great Hot Tuna. A lot of people are surprised I'm a Hot Tuna fan. I am a Hot Tuna fan. I can even pronounce the guitar player's name, Yorma Kokonan. Not many people can say that in North London. Uh, Jack Casty, of course, on bass. Jack Casty, a fascinating figure because he played with James Brown, then went into the Jefferson Airplane, then went into Hot Tuna with his dear friend Yorma Kokonan. And when they were taking a little break in 30 years ago, a little over 30 years ago in San Francisco, he was the bass player in SVT, like Sugar, Vermont, Texas. SVT were not a punk band, but an undeniable part of the new wave of music in 77, 78, 79 San Francisco. And how odd it was to have the Jefferson Airplane's bass player in that movement. Not many people can say, and I don't think anybody can say, they played with James Brown, one of the great hippie bands of all time in the Jefferson Airplane. And then they played with SVT, one of the big bands in the San Francisco new wave scene. That's a pretty impressive pedigree. Anyway, this is uh, Yorma, his buddy Jack, 
And uh, sometimes there's harmonica from the great Will Scarlet. I don't think there's any harmonica on this song. I can't even remember. But this is a song that Peter Case and I love a lot. It's a blues classic. I've heard everybody do this. Uh, Leroy Card is a fantastic version of this. Uh, Mamie Smith. Everybody's done this. I think uh, Bessie's done one as well. This is Hesitation Blues by the wonderful Hot Tuna off their very first album, which was called, logically enough, Hot Tuna.
stockings got them hesitation shoes you know lawn I got them hesitation blues tell me how long do I have to win can I get denied Lord must I hesitate can I get denied Lord You gotta love that. It's like Dave Van Ronk in your living room. Fascinating record. That's the very first record from Hot Tuna. It came out in 1970. It was a live record recorded at the New Orleans House in Berkeley, California, which is East Bay, San Francisco, as I recall. And it's interesting, because as people pointed out, when I was in college, that was a popular recording, popular LP. And people pointed out, if you turned all the way to the left, your balance, you just got Jack's bass, Jack Cassidy's wonderful bass, cool bass. And if you turned all the way just to your right speaker, bounced all the way to the right, all you got was Yorma Kakonin's breathtakingly beautiful acoustic guitar picking. Really great player. Which reminds me of something else. Yorma Kakonin teaches guitar these days and he has a guitar camp in the United States of America I can't remember I think it was held in Ohio but there is a Yorma Kakonin guitar camp and if you want to learn from one of the absolute greats a guy that can play as well as Blind Lemon Jefferson or Dave Ronk or anyone you can name and yet also was the great hippie guitar player and so many wonderful things like White Rabbit and Somebody to Love well you can get a lesson from him sign up Yorma Kakonin guitar camp look it up Google it dude Anyway, the last song for this second podcast is a song by uh, the Birds, originally by the Birds. It's not going to be done by the Birds here, but it'll be done by a bird. This is Chris Hillman and his uh, wonderful friend Herb Peterson. It looks like Pedersen, but it's pronounced Peterson, believe me, because Herb has corrected me. <laughs> so it's not Peterson. It's Herb. It's Herb Peterson. It is. Sorry, it's not Peterson. Herb Peterson produced this. It's Chris with his usual David Mansfield bunch of guys. Written by the great Gene Clark. Eight Miles High was his last single for the Birds. And since all of the original Birds say it's their favorite Bird song, their old manager Jim Dixon once told me on the phone it was his favorite Bird song. And interestingly enough, not only is it the Birds' immortal version, McGuinn's recorded it as a solo act. He doesn't innumerable times there's some live versions out his take on it done live just acoustic guitar 12 string Roger David Crosby and his wonderful band with his son James Raymond and the CPR band did a version of 8 Miles High on one of their two live albums and the last soul remaining bird alive did the same thing in 2005 on a record Chris Hillman put out called The Other Side so this is Chris the third and final remaining bird doing the third and final version of Eight Miles High by an original member of the band. I think they've all had a take on it. And McGuinn, Crosby, and Hillman's, none of the versions sound very much like the other one. Very different versions. If you haven't heard it, you're in for a treat. Here's Chris Hillman, Eight Miles High.
that to pieces. That's Chris Hillman doing Eight Miles High, the old Birds classic. Herb Peterson playing rhythm guitar on that one. Larry Park playing some lead guitar fills. I said it was David Mansfield. It's not. It's Gabe Witcher on fiddle. I have no idea who Gabe Witcher is, but he sure can play fiddle. Sally Van Meter on the dobro. Bill Bryson, who of course was with Chris in the Desert Rose Band. He's doing his uh, usual thing in the bass. So, that's our second ever podcast from Sid Griffin of the Coal Porters, C-O-A-L Porters. Thank you all so very much for listening in. Once again, big thanks to Kevin Stokes. Of, how do you want to say it now? Souther. Souther still. S-O-U-T-H-E-R, next word, S-T-I-L-L. A terrific band here in London. Check them out. They make records. They tour. They do the whole enchilada as well. Check them out. Souther still. So this is Sid Griffin signing off. Thanks to all of you for listening. Four songs tonight. I guess that's enough to digest. You don't need me to yak, 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 yak. Someone asked me, what have you been reading? Trash. Mostly trash. I'll leave you with that. I read Jimmy Sider's book called The Birds, My Way, Volume 1, which is about roading for the birds. And then I read something decent and honorable about the English language. Uh, and then I went back to trash, and I've been reading Tappy Wright, T-A-P-P-Y, 
last name W-R-I-G-H-T. He was the animals uh, road manager from top to bottom and then was the road manager for Hendrix for a long time. I've been reading trash. I'm just sorry. People always want me to say something highfalutin since I'm a member of the North London Literati and have written four books, but no, I've been reading trash. And very enjoyable trash too. I recommend Tappy's book. It's called, imaginatively enough, Rock Roadie. <laughs> Anyway, the third iPod, uh, the third podcast from Sid Griffin and the gang should be out, I don't know, late November, something like that, around Thanksgiving. I want to get this rolling, so I do it fairly consistently and on a timetable, but it's kind of tough to do right now as I learn how to do this. And also, I want to have some guests come in and speak. No doubt the Prime Minister will want to come by and get a few thoughts down on, on the hard disk for you guys out there, you guys and gals out there. Anyway, I am rambling. I've got to stop that habit. It's Sid Griffin saying good night to you all. God bless you. Thank you so much for listening. I'll speak to you in late November. Adios. <laughs> <laughs>